emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson. This is Rochelle Riley, straight out of Detroit. This is Dr. Victoria Dooley at Dr. Dooley MD. What up, everybody? It's your boy, comedian Jay Stevens. This is Frederick D. Haynes III. I am Justin Coates, an author and anti-bullying activist. I am Pam Perry. Hey, everybody. This is Rochelle V. Mann, CEO of Man Made Productions. This is Bree Diane, international evangelist. Hey, this is Candace Pretty Strange Smith. And what's up? This is Ty Scott King. I was cracking Planet Earth. It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemeth. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud Radio Show welcome to Emmy Award winning WXYZ Channel 7 anchor woman and new friend of the show, Miss Carolyn Clifford. Well, thank you, Michael, and what a nice introduction. So happy to be here. You know what I've got to do. i got to check out my man, Michael Nimmons, who is handling his business as he drops that knowledge. I like that because Frederick Douglass, for whom I'm named, says that knowledge unfits us for slavery. Truth sets us free. If you want to be free, you want to be like Mike. Check out the best radio show online. You're locked in right now to our listening. You're tuned into the... And without thinking about it, guess what? I'm thinking out loud right here on a Thinking Out Loud radio show. And if you want to stay in the know, you better be listening to Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Check out Thinking Out Loud. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Don't you dare touch that dial. The Thinking Out Loud radio show with Michael Nimmin. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmin's. Welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. You're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. want to say happy Tuesday to everybody. We're so happy to be bringing to you a brand new edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm so very happy that you've taken some time out of your day to spend it with us. I hope you guys are staying safe, staying home. Uh, trying to, um, you know, uh, you know, do your best, I should say, do your best to um, keep from, uh, you know, getting this 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 terrible virus, this COVID-19 virus that many, many people have have gotten so far. 
Uh, we, we are inundated with the news about what's going on uh, regarding this particular virus. Thankfully, uh, you know, you're hearing talks about a vaccine that should be released very soon. Uh, many people are, um, are looking to uh, take this particular vaccine and and hopefully um, this will quell some of uh, the safety concerns regarding this virus moving forward. But, of course, uh, these things are not going to happen right away. But in the meantime, I just hope that you all are doing your best to, uh, you know, stay home and stay safe during this time, especially during the holiday season. We're just days away from a brand new year, 2021. And I just want to, first of all, thank you for those of you who have been listening to us uh, this entire year, for this entire time, actually. We've been, again, been doing this show for over three years now, and uh, we are looking forward to 2021. And we have some great ideas uh, that we are looking to implement for 2021. And one of them is doing a uh, five to ten week series on the President Obama new book, A Promised Land. And uh, we are putting it out there as a just a teaser, just to kind of get your feedback, your thoughts on us doing this. So uh, we want to put it out there, guys, and we're going to post this on our Facebook fan page, facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio show uh, to get your feedback on that. If uh, you are so in- if you are interested in uh, us doing something like that, we just started reading the book and we're thinking of. Uh, doing this series and you know uh, going going uh, through each part of the book, uh, you know doing a show about each particular part of the book, and you can kind of go along with us uh, with that uh, that journey with us through his book. Uh, I have to say it is a very very interesting book, um, and it's one that uh, I think we're all going to learn something about him and his presidency from it, his family, a lot of great things about the office uh, that we may not have known. And and so I thought it would be an interesting uh, thing for us to do as a podcast uh, in January to, um, you know, to discuss uh, President Obama's legacy, uh, to discuss the impact of his presidency uh, in January of this year. So uh, we're going to, again, be posting this on our Facebook fan page and also uh, putting it out there on social media. So we'll be looking to get your feedback if you can uh, if you're listening on tonight and you're interested uh, post it your comments on I'm thinking out loud Facebook fan page you can add us at TOL radio host MSN on Instagram and Twitter or send us an email at contact at michaelnemons.com guys I am so very excited about this platform and I would love to engage you uh, in in a book club of, of this type you know uh, so I wanted to, again, um, uh, urge you and admonish you to reach out and um, we're going to be um, getting feedback between now and the beginning of this of next year uh, when we when we uh, endeavor to start this series. So uh, we want to get your uh, thoughts on us doing that. So this is something that we're looking at doing for uh, starting in January 2021. Can't believe it, guys. We are almost there. We are almost there. So, again, uh, send us your feedback at contact at michaelnemons.com. Put that on our Facebook fan page or even add us on Twitter and Instagram.
Also, tonight, of course, we're uh, continuing our discussion of uh, educating today's young people uh, during a pandemic with our special guest, the principal of Renaissance High School, Verinda. Strader and uh, the principal of Mumford High School, Damian Perry. So happy to have had them both on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And according to the numbers from last week, it was a very um, uh, highly rated show. People were engaged. And so I'm excited again to be bringing you part two of this discussion. I'm sure you're interested to get more information from them, uh, insights on the impact of this pandemic. What are some of the long Long-term effects of this pandemic. We're going to be talking about that tonight, and and how technology is going to play a major role in this transition uh, for um, for educational institutions, along with a, a number of other uh, industries, um, you know, uh, across the country. Uh, so, and people have been using technology before the pandemic, so you can only imagine how. And of course, we've been using it during the pandemic, so you can only imagine how technology was is going to be used, uh, you know, when things return to some semblance of normalcy, whether it be in 2021 or beyond that. So, um, you know, we're going to be discussing that during tonight's show, and I guarantee if you enjoyed last week, you're definitely going to enjoy this week's show. We're going to be sharing with you the balance of that interview in just a little bit. And of course, we have a dynamic thought of the week in store for you on tonight. It's entitled Stand and Deliver. The speech we gave during a youth conference a few years ago uh, that speaks to the potential and possibility that exists within all young people. A dynamic message that I can't wait to share with you during tonight's thought of the week. Well, guys, we again got a great show for you. Um, I am so happy that you've tuned in tonight. Uh, we're getting ready to take our first break of the night. But when we come back, we're diving right into part two of our discussion of educating today's youth during a pandemic with our special guest, the principal of Renaissance High School, Veranda Strader, and the principal of Mumford High School, Damian Perry. You don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show we'll be right back you're tuned in to the thinking giving voice to issues that matter to you Hello, my name is Maya Nimmons, and I want you to listen to my dad, Michael Nimmons, on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m., available everywhere you listen to your podcast, and now available on the Detroit Praise Network website. You better listen to that little girl, the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Stephanie D. Sanders, award-winning singer, songwriter, author, voiceover artist, and more. Heard on shows like the Time Join the Morning Show and the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Book Stephanie D. Sanders to voice over your podcast or radio intros or commercials. Do yourself a favor and visit stephaniedsanders.com and upgrade your podcast or radio show by booking Stephanie D. Sanders. You'll definitely be glad that you did. 
Good friend of ours, iconic, legendary radio host right here in Detroit, John Mason. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thank you, Pastor Michael, man. out of a cloud and always listen to thinking it out loud it'll change your life it'll do it and every time you watch and listen it'll change your life every day tune in to the thinking out loud radio show every tuesday at 8 p.m with radio host michael nimmons available everywhere you listen to your podcast and now available for download on the detroit praise network app Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you to believe. Who Told You That You Were Naked is a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. If you believe in social justice, if you believe that black lives matter, if you believe that voting will bring about a change in November, if you believe that Jesus Christ is king, then you need to be listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I'm radio host Michael Nemens, and if all of your answers are yes, then you need to join me Tuesdays at 8 p.m. on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, available everywhere you listen to your podcast, including michaelnemons.com. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Oh, wow. I know you guys are enjoying our interview with two distinguished educators right here in the city of Detroit, principal of Renaissance High School, principal Strader, and principal of Mumford High School, uh, principal uh, Perry. So happy to have them on the Thinking Out Loud radio show and just listening to them talk about this topic, educating today's youth during a pandemic and and talking about some of the challenges that they were faced with and listening to uh to them and and i'm i'm, I'm what i the, the the thought that keeps coming back to my mind is a paradigm shift because um you know for so long education has been done one way and, and in person and now uh, during these the, 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 this 2020, uh, we've had to to do a, a complete shift, a paradigm shift, uh, so to speak, and and not just education, but in a number of different industries. Uh, you know, and, and and you think about how technology has been 
has now become a big part of that paradigm shift. Uh, we, where most of our meetings now are on Zoom. Uh, most of our in-person uh, in, uh, virtual learning is in Zoom or Microsoft Teams or or other uh, avenues or vehicles uh, through technology that we're able to still uh, interact with one another and get our uh, work done. Um, and you know, I was just thinking about uh, about this and how much things have changed for us within so little time. It's, it hasn't really been an entire year, even though uh, for many of us, it feels like uh, that, that it has been uh, a long time. Uh, I, I like, like, like many of you, I mean, we like to be socially interactive. We miss that in-person connection. Um, my question uh, in this particular area kind of deals with, you know, what is the, what, what do you think the future is going to look like for, uh, for us? They're talking about a vaccine uh, coming about coming around in the next few weeks, December 12th or 14th, I think uh, is, is, is what I'm hearing. But of course that's not been confirmed. Uh, but if a vaccine is to come very soon, uh, that might mean that uh, we might be, things might be looking a little bit better for us um, moving forward. But I wanna get your thoughts about what you think the future of education is gonna look like uh, for you. Um, you know, is in-person learning uh, uh, something that we're gonna go back to or uh, a hybrid? Uh, uh, is it going to be in-person and maybe uh, Zoom uh, or virtual uh, types of environments? I know some colleges and, and universities have already done that prior to the pandemic. Are we going to start to see more of that, that now uh, becoming more part of what's happening in the lower uh, school districts and in uh, places of, of learning? I'll start with uh, Principal Perry and then go back to uh, uh, Principal Strader, what what are your thoughts on that? So I think we're in a, a, a 9-11 moment. And what I mean by that is I do think that there are going to be some components of this um, in, in life, not just within the vein of school, but really life in general that will never go back to what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and I'm, I'm saddened by that. You know, I was watching um, um, a couple of days ago, you know, a, a concert that was um, that was, of course, pre-recorded, maybe about two or three years ago. But you know, I wonder to even think, will we even be in a predicament of going to see a Jill Scott concert, and will it be the same? You know, what a wow. shame! Park, you know, as a you know as a as a true Detroiter, you know, uh, what will Shane Park look like? You know, when right. we go. Um, you know, in, in a couple of years, what will, you know, uh, having the experience of getting dressed up and going to a concert at the Fox, you know, what, what will that sort of look like? What will, you know, going to check out a basketball game um, at a Little Caesars Arena, what will that look like? But I think that th- we're at that 9-11 moment that there are going to be some things uh, that will never be the same. I think in one vein uh, that there are going to be some things that won't be the same. And that is a good thing. I do think that, you know, in some ways you have a return back to family and families being together and families having game night and eating meals together, even though 
we're in this, you know, the, this pandemic environment, um, you know, that, you know, uh, more families are doing that. I think that they're going to be businesses and entrepreneurs that are just going to just uh, develop and just sort of grow and uh, exponentially. And, and, and we're going to have a new um, um, uh, graduating class of millionaires that are, that are mm. going to do well based upon that. And I also think specifically for schools, I think for so long within schools, um, you know, I was taught, you know, by my family, by my parents, you go to college. I do think that there's going to be a shift to college and tech, um, career technical education, you know, being, you know, um, plumbers, being electricians, being computer programmers, um, you know, being carpenters. Uh, and I do think that this COVID pandemic um, situation that we're in now has aided that. And that's for the good because there are some of our students that um, may not be built to do a four-year university. Uh, they, and when I say that, they have the knowledge, they have the ability, but quite honestly, they would rather do something with their hands. They would rather start a business. They would rather do, um, you know, those types of things, you know, something in the service industry and do very, very well and not work for someone, but actually own the business. So I do think one of the things as we look at education, I do think that there will be allowed more choice in our schools coming after, you know, after this, that there will be a deeper investment in technology within our schools and the ability for, for persons to do hybrid education to whereas, you know, um, doing more as far as field experience, experiences for kids and a career technical education vein, and then, you know, being able to go to school face-to-face -face instruction for one or two days and doing the apprenticeship for three days. I do think that will sort of be the trend. Mm -hmm. uh, I do think that they will be, even for us as uh, adults, that we'll get into more of this, you know, tele, uh, tele, um, telemedicine and, and those types of things. So I just think that we are at um, the crossroads in that some of the things that were thought to be impossible impossibilities are going to be uh, our realities in, in you know uh, in, in the very 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 near future. I think at the end of the day, educators being hard workers, educators being of the mindset of ensuring that our kids receive the best, educators being of the mindset that. Um, anything is possible through education. I do think that we will be um, on the front line of the transition uh, to our new futures. Um, and we'll take that, um, you know, that challenge in charge with, you know, all of the excitement, all of the care for, you know, care for kids and really uh, all wrapping that into excellence and ensuring that we're able to do that for our families. I think as we sort of talk about this vaccine, uh, all of it is really predicated upon we can have a vaccine, we can have a vaccine tomorrow, but do persons trust the vaccine enough to take it? So I think that, you know, if you're, you know, um, 
I, I, I like you have heard estimates of December and that type of thing. I do not think that we're going to give get persons in large numbers to take this vaccine. Um, I will be taking the vaccine. I definitely feel as if um, that, you know, the FDA and, and, and you know, um, um, CDC and these other, you know, entities that are working on things, you know, I do have a level of trust that it will be something that will, you know, will do no harm. But I do think that even if we're looking at, um, you know, uh, a vaccine that will come out tomorrow, I don't think they will, within the city of Detroit, have large numbers of, of persons that will be taking it. So I think that we're kind of going to be looking at a expanded sort of uh, COVID or pandemic kind of state because I just don't see large numbers of, you know, there are a lot of people that don't take flu, you know, don't take flu vaccines. And, you know, you have families that really push back on immunizations for kids. You know, me being, you know, at one point an elementary middle school principal, you have persons that push back as far as immunizations for kids. So I just think that this is a crossroads. I think that a lot of the changes that we're seeing are going to be with us for, um, for a very, very, very long time, if not permanently. But I can tell you that educators, teachers, educational leaders will find a way uh, to ensure that kids are kept at the forefront, as well as to ensure that uh, we're doing things that are going to be um, for their betterment and not their detriment. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I kind of feel about all of this. Principal Strada, what are your thoughts? So, you know, like like Perry, I, you know, I think we are nothing is going to be as it was. Mm -hmm. um, I think that we will get eventually to some form of in-person, but I do believe that there's going to be more choice. I do believe that although, you know, we've kind of struggled through this change and transition, um, that there were some beneficial things that did come out of it, knowing that we still can do some things. It just is going to look differently. Right. Um, I think that and even, you know, I can even go as far as, um, you know, a parent meeting, you know, it's it's seeming as though I'm getting more parents that can come in online than had been able to come in um, in person. And I think it's probably just out of the mere convenience of it all. Mm -hmm. And so the conveniences of, um, you know, some of this virtual stuff, you know, does come in handy. And I think we're struggling with it now is because that's our only choice is to do things this way. Whereas when we're able to um, come back together, once, you know, we get this, this pandemic under control, um, this will then just be an option. And so we've just opened up options um, to do things a little differently and see things a little differently. We would have never thought, you know, online schools always existed, you know, for right. many at this point and and there were students and families that took advantage of it for various reasons and so it's not new to educate online um, but for that to be the only option um, is what's new and what's different and I think that we will continue some facets of this um, but I don't know that it's going to be a complete um, you know online only option um, certainly starting off when we get back into um, being able to meet back in the buildings, uh, we're certainly probably going to come into a hybrid model of it um, just because, you know, we've got to test the waters. 
uh, like Principal Perry said, is everyone even going to be taking the vaccine to ensure that, you know, the safety of individuals that come in contact with one another? Um, and so we will kind of be testing the waters um, to see what exactly can we do safely um, to still give that option of people uh, being able to come uh, back in face to face. And uh, but there will be many things that we've learned um, virtually that will still continue um, in the future. And again, not just in education, but in all facets of just our way of life. Life now is just going to just going to take a little bit of a turn. Um, and I'm just hopeful that, you know, things are going to be better. Things are going to be OK. But I'm in the same mind as Principal Perry saying that um, us in the educational field will certainly find a way to ensure that we're doing the best we can for students um, and for their families to ensure that they're getting what they need, um, whether it is, you know, going to a four year college or university or a skilled trade um, or whatever it looks like uh, for, for, for each individual, we'll do the same thing that we've been doing, um, but it's just going to look different. Right. And so we've got to be prepared. I think, you know, all of us who've been in education for many, many years, it's been a learning curve for all of us. Um, we're doing things way differently than we were ever taught um, in school, um, getting uh, to this point in our, in our lives and our careers. And so we've had to do a lot of learning. I think that all of us, I think I can say that every educator um, is back to their first year of education mm -hmm. um, because we've had to do everything differently from scratch. Um, try this. Does this work? Nope. Didn't work this time. Let me, I mean, so all the things that we did when we first walked into the classroom the first time, um, when you first started your first leadership role, um, it is all very different because it looks different. It feels different. We're working harder. You know, I can say that I believe I have worked harder this year and into from March until now um, than I have probably in any other year um, in the same amount of time. Um, so it's just a nonstop, constant sitting, trying, changing, reflecting, building, creating, organizing. I mean, you name it. And we have been doing it, um, you know, times 10. And so, um, you know, we are, like he said, at a crossroads. And it will remain to be seen how things end up panning out um, at the end of the day. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Demiri Graphics. In need of a logo design for your business, then check out Demiri Graphics. Need flyers, business cards, t-shirts, or website for your business, then check out Demiri Graphics. The people at Demiri Graphics will get you right for your next business venture. They're professional, creative, courteous, and they get the job done right every time. Check out the team at Demiri Graphics. Give them a call today at 734-219- Five two six six. Demiree Graphics, bringing your imagination to life.
Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons for over 20,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, and MichaelNimmons.com. Tune in today. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. T-shirts, polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. Minneapolis, Minnesota to London, England, from New Zealand to New York City. Black Lives Matter and I Can't Breathe are the sentiment of people around the world. Dr. King was right. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We must do everything we can to continue to march, protest, and rally for justice. Let us march on until victory is won. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. I know you're enjoying part two of our discussion of educating today's youth during a pandemic. Let's get back into this inspiring and empowering interview. Absolutely, absolutely. I know you guys are enjoying our conversation, our interview with two of distinguished educators and principals administrators right here in the city of Detroit, uh, Principal Strader Renaissance High School and Principal Perry of Mumford High School. I just have uh, uh, two other, two more questions for you guys. I hope you can stick with us. Uh, I'm enjoying the conversation. Very insightful and thought-provoking uh, conversation that we're having about the topic of educating today's youth during a pandemic. And 
a couple thoughts come to mind, you know, um, you know, when you think about uh, this topic and, um, you know, the, the whole pandemic itself, one thing that really stands out to me is how politicized this pandemic has become, mm. this coronavirus and COVID-19 uh, virus has become, you know, we, we have politicians on both sides of the aisle that, you know, have tried to politicize this and make it, um, you know, a Democratic versus, versus Republican uh, type of uh, situation when really it is a public health crisis. And that's what it boils down to. The lives of people are at stake. And uh, to look at Washington and see how the current occupant of the White House has treated this pandemic. And uh, I say that there's going to be a lot of blood on his hands for a quarter of a million deaths and close to 13 million cases of COVID-19 because of his uh, ineptitude and the way that he uh, handled this, uh, this public health crisis. And so mm -hmm. for me, um, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited that we have a new administration coming in. I just want to get your thoughts about, about that here. Um, you know, uh, we had this election back in November 3rd, even though uh, this this man in office is still trying to fight uh, to stay in office. We know that everything he's trying has failed. Uh, and uh, yeah, bye bye. You've been fired. Bye -bye. You know, we can't we can't wait uh, for this new administration to come in. So I just want to get your thoughts on. Uh, you know, this this current administration, of course, and the, this new administration that I think and I believe will do a much better job in handling this crisis. Of course, it's not going to be something that will be handled overnight. It's not something that's going to go away overnight. But I mm -hmm. think the confidence that we have now in a leader uh, or an administration that uh, has some semblance of stability, morality, and care and concern for the American people versus, uh, you know, who we currently have uh, should will make the difference in January. What are your thoughts on that, uh, Principal Strader? So, you know, it's just sad how what this is really showing us is what power and money does to to a human being. Right. Um, and when you have a narcissist in office, um. You know, it's it's just sad for us because, like you said, we're talking about human lives. We're talking about stability um, in the country. We're talking about, you know, everything. Um, and because of power, um, because of wealth, because of the desire to be in control, um, we're seeing a grown man pout at this point. We're seeing yep. someone who um, is not used to losing, um, cannot take losing gracefully um, like, a, like a man. Um, and so that's what we're seeing right now. And it's sad that it is impacting so much of not just the United States, but of the world, um, because we're usually leaders in the world and we're usually, you know, up front and out front, you know, showing other countries, you know, how things can be done successfully. And right now, you know, we're, we're swimming backwards. Um, and it, it's, a, it's a sad fight that we're seeing, that our kids are seeing um, on how not to um, lose, mm -hmm. right? And how not to 
um, not be in control. And so, you know, we sit and, and we're trying to uh, make our way um, through getting to the inauguration. I mean, I'm on a countdown here, um, just hoping that, you know, it's almost like, what is he going to do next? Um, I know that social studies teachers around the world are having uh, a great, great discussions in classes about what is happening and, and, and what is going on. And, you know, I can't stay off of CNN. Um, you know, I'm every day like what's happening next. And, you know, gosh, really, does he really think that's going to work? Like how in the world? And we have never, and, you know, I was just having a, a discussion with my husband this morning about it. And we said, I said, you know, I don't think the Republicans are going to really let this happen. And he said, well, um, you'd be surprised if you have something to gain from it, how you might let this go down um, where, you know, he's trying to, to stop, uh, still, um, certification, even though it's been certified, but they have until December 8th or something, um, you know, to get it done. And so, you know, and, and I, and I said, God, you know, you're right, because again, we're talking about power and they have something to gain from it. Um, because 70 million people voted for, for him and those 70 million people represent some of them. And so because of greed and power, um, they don't want to lose that base. And so they keep turning a blind eye and turning a blind eye so much so that we have seen things happening in the White House that we would have never imagined. Right. And it continues to happen. And really, how much more can we take? How many more days do we have until this is over? And um, I mean, I'm I'm just elated for for Biden and Kamala, uh, um, and can't wait to see what what they do um, when they're able to do it. And hopefully, um, it'll go over in a smooth transition um, of power. Probably won't be smooth, but let's transition and we'll make it we'll make it through. Um, but just looking forward to you know that healing of where we are right now, because that's really as a nation, I think what we need. And, and I'm looking forward to that. Totally, totally agree with what you said. What are your thoughts, uh, Principal Perry? So um, I fully agree with uh, Mr. Strader. I, I, my, my, but I also process it through this lens. This also lends to the power of education, the power mm. of facts, the power of data. Uh, and really, you know, as I talk to our kids, this really goes back to why education uh, is important because it also gives you the ability to look past the facts that you are given to be able to be empowered to research things for yourselves. So mm-hmm. I think that this leads credence to the things that we talk about every single day. Also, this I think that this leads credence to us within this uh, educated population of um, the power of being an entrepreneur, the power of being able to do some of these other things as well. Um, that sometimes I know that sometimes folks as educated folks kind of look down on. You know what I mean? So you know, people sometimes look down on 
what it is to be a plumber, well, you know, what it is to be an auto mechanic. You know, I'm not getting my hands dirty doing that, but you know, um, that's the idea of some people. But you know, it, you look at this economy. That is what you know can can keep you buoyed, can keep you above water. Mm. Is being able to have those skills and be able to do that. Uh, as far as who sits at um, is it sixteen hundred Pennsylvania? Uh, right. I, uh, resident, um, you know, I, I just um, <laughs> as a man of faith, I don't know how anyone could, as a believer, even align themselves with his thinking. So right. I really just come to the point of, I just don't understand it. You know, I, I rack my mind and, and, and I'll be honest and, and transparent. Sometimes I look at Fox news just to hear, and I can't, I can't even process some of the stuff that they talk about. So I mean, Not you know, alone. You know I, I just, I, <laughs> I can't even fathom. So, you know, so, um, I'm, I too am looking forward to the transition, but I also think that there is a lesson in the four years that we had. A, the voting matters. Absolutely. B, doing research on your candidates as you, you know, as you look to, to, you know, to, to actually cast your ballot. You know, I remember people, you know, yeah, having a TV stars president, man, that'd be cool to have a reality star. And now we see what it gets you. It gets you a pandemic and 270,000 deaths uh, in this country. So hmm. I think this has been, if anything, a learning lesson for our democracy and a learning lesson for us as active participants in the democratic process that we need to make sure that we are voting uh, in a way that reflects the expectations as well as the level of work that's required to sit in those seats. Um, yeah. So, uh, I am looking forward to uh, the Biden-Harris uh, administration. Uh, excited, you know, about the picks that they made. Uh, interested in uh, some of the commentary, you know, that uh, that you know them on the right have, you know, been able to already kind of uh, cast on these persons. And everything has been them being smart. That so that's a down. You know, as, you know, as you look at the right, it, it is now not a good thing to be smart. It's not a good thing. I mean, that's what they're saying. You know, if, if you listen to, you know, uh, Biden has chosen, you know, persons from the Ivy Leagues. And the, yeah, so, you know, who are you to choose? You know, I, I thought that that would be the population that you would want to choose. So it's very, very, very interesting. Uh, but yeah. I think um, this was a real life. We were all taken to school for the last four years. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm prayerful that we learn from this experience and uh, come, out of, come out of it uh, just, a, just a better country and a better uh, uh, elective uh, uh, a body of persons. Um, they really kind of learn from, um, from, from what we're experiencing currently. I totally agree. And the uh, the one thing I will say about that.
This is Michael Eric Dyson. And when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. We'll be right back. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. T-shirts, polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud Radio Show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. All pro football player Derek Mason on Jay-Z in the NFL. Jay-Z said, you know, we're past milling. Because Jay-Z, you may be past milling, but the guys that are still milling, the guys that are still fighting for injustice, they're not past milling. Everybody's screaming that, oh, Jay-Z's at the table now. We should be happy that one of us is at the table. Just because you're at the table doesn't mean we all eat the same. Poet and lyricist Ty Scott King on the culture of CHH. My brain is overloaded. Like, I think a lot of people are like, man, there's not really many people doing this. There are thousands of very amazing artists that are doing Christian hip-hop. I think about Aaron Cole. I think about Stephen Malcolm, who... If there's someone that could hear an interview and be like, I want to work with him, like he would be a person that I, I would love to work with. He's just a phenomenal rapper, just really creative. Wande, she's another one that, uh, another artist that I had on my radio show. She is, um, Wande is maybe in her early 20s. She's doing a lot of stuff now with Reach Records and just really different, <laughs> really um, going against the grain. Griff from Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell on what he does besides comedy. Yeah, yeah. Comedy is always my first my first job. Radio is my side job, but I just um got a nonprofit. I've been working with other people's nonprofits for the last thirty years. Um and I just created my own nonprofit, five oh one C three called the Process Success Foundation to deal with leadership. And basically, I'm just going to take a bunch of young men on field trips all around the world. And I can show you how during the NHL season that all basketball stadiums have ice on them with the hardwood over the ice. Once I show you those processes, then I can teach you the process forgiveness. I can teach you the process of love. I can teach you the process of being grateful. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. should be the next book you purchase. Written by radio host and minister, Michael Nimitz. Vision is an insightful, thought-provoking book that is also a helpful tool in getting you to see your life through God's eyes. Vision 
endorsed by best-selling authors Dr. Eddie Connor and Kim Brooks and mega pastor Bishop Charles H. Ellis III. Vision is a life-changing book that you need in your personal library. Get your copy today. Available everywhere books are sold online or at michaelnimmons.com. Get your copy today. Vision. Vision. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. I know you enjoyed part two of our discussion of educating today's youth during a pandemic. Let's hear the conclusion of part two of this powerful and inspiring discussion. And, you know, as we get ready to wrap this interview uh, with these two distinguished educators on on today um, that, uh, and I said this even during the election that, you know, Trump in, in, in a weird way is responsible for uh, 150 million Americans going out to the polls and voting, or whether it be in person or mail-in because of uh, his ineptitude in office. You got, you know, uh, somewhere around 80 million that voted this man out of office because they were tired of his antics. They were tired of, 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 of how he was handling things and, uh, and, and wanted so badly for this country to go into a different direction. And so even though 70 something million voted for him, which is beyond my comprehension, given how, yeah. how, you know, you know, given how he's done these four years in office, that there were still that many people that were in favor of him going another four years. Uh, but but thankfully, you know, going back to what you said, voting matters. And uh, and 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 we saw that and our democracy uh, was able to withstand uh, and 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 uh, withstand uh, all of the fights and challenges that were levied against us, you know, uh, and, and 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 I think we'll, we're going to come out of this, as you said, as a learning experience, and hopefully we won't have to go down this road ever again. But uh, mm-hmm. but certainly, um, I I agree with what you both said that I'm excited about this transition transition. Uh, and and looking forward to our country healing after all of this. Uh, but uh, as we get ready to wrap this interview, we have one final question for you both. It's kind of a hybrid question because uh, you know this is educating today's young people during a pandemic. Getting your final thoughts as well as uh, what advice would you give parents that might be listening to us on tonight? Uh, those of you who are parents and, you know, you have your children in this virtual learning environment, wanting to know how to keep your children uh, prepared, how to keep your children uh, attention, uh, keep their attention during this time and make sure that they're successful uh, even during this pandemic. I want to know from you both what, uh, you know, what advice would you give parents uh, and, and, uh, and, and then as well as your final thoughts on um, you know, educating today's youth during a pandemic. We'll start with Principal Strader. 
So I would think, you know, for a parent, you know, I have three kids myself. I have, you know, I have an 11 year old, um, a 12 year old and a 16 year old. And I think that, you know, even for us, um, you know, it is a struggle, but it's the support I think from families, from parents um, and assisting their students and, and ensuring that um, they're not only logging in, <laughs> but also ensuring that they are getting what they need from it. Um, checking uh, behind them probably more so than you have in the past, especially high school students. You know, a lot of us tend to say for high school students, they're growing up, you know, they've gotten it. I'm trying to back off. You know, I've been riding them since elementary school. But if that is your thought, now is not the time. In fact, this is the time to go back to when you used to walk them to school in kindergarten, first and second grade. Um, and, and you need to be there and you need to be looking um, to ensure that that they're they're doing what they're supposed to do, that they have logged into class, that they have turned assignments in, that they are checking um, with teachers if they don't understand. Um, it's it's just very very important that we are um, on them, like my dad would say, like white on rice. <laughs> um, so you want to make sure that you're doing doing that to the best of your ability because um, we all can slide through the cracks and and now I think it's easier for them to do than than it has ever been before. Um, you know, unfortunately, uh, we are in this situation, but we've got to make the best out of where we are. Um, reach out to your school um, if you need some assistance. Like I said, we've got these hubs coming where we're having various departments meeting in each of these 13 buildings to assist uh, parents and families with everything from how to log into a computer to technology support to platform help to social emotional counseling and learning um, all kinds of things we've got homework help hotlines uh, you know you name it you need some materials you can go pick those up uh, you've got to switch out your technology because the internet is bad you need a um, hot spot um, you know, you name it, and we've got it for you in our district, and you just got to reach out and, and make sure that you're getting the assistance that you need. But, you know, I think it is stay focused, stay prayed up, stay determined. Um, know that, you know, resilience is a big thing. I think a lot of our students right now are learning uh, resilience that maybe they didn't think that they've had before and families as well. Um, but it's very important um, that we do that, uh, you know, again, we are in a time that we have never experienced in any of our lives. Um, and we've got to be able to get through it and we will, but we've got to stay positive. You've got to stay informed. Um, you got to stay aware and alert of what your children are doing um, to ensure that they are going to make it out of this, um, you know, in a good spot. Um, and and we're here to and we're here to help. We're here to support. We've got them to the best that we can. But if ever it took a village, it is right now. And so you know we've got to come together. Um, you know as the city, um, as a state, and as a nation in order to get past where we are um, and be able to flourish in the end. Um, and you know they say I've seen reports where you know we are going to be set back a little bit. Um, for some say it could even be decades of setback just based upon uh, what is happening um, in schools. Um, so we are going to have to um, step up like never before um, to try to change that trajectory. Um, and I know if anybody can do it, it is, uh, you know, us here in the city of Detroit. 
um, as we have been through many things just as a people um, and as a city. And so, um, you know, we're here, uh, you know, educators, the rest of my colleagues in the district um, are here to support families to ensure that our students are getting um, everything that they need and everything that they deserve. So I say keep up the fight, keep up support, and don't be afraid to reach out if you need to. Um, it's never um, a bad thing to to throw your hands up and say, you know, I can't anymore. Um, and we're here with a safety net uh, to help you to help you make it through. So, um, I mean, that's what I have to say. I think that, uh, you know, it is going to be um, it is going to be different. But at the end of the day, we are going to make it through. So, you know, I'm happy to be in the position that I am to be able to have an impact on students um, and be able to be, you know, a voice for, um, you know, educators uh, everywhere, because we all do this because of the love we have for educating, uh, for educating children. Um, and that's purely why we do it. And, and this is a time for us now to step up um, like none other before uh, and be able to, um, you know, carry on um, to the best that we can to ensure that our kids get exactly what they need. Absolutely, absolutely. What about you, Principal Perry? So the the saying, I would um, first of all start, you know, to our our parents. You have the have an ability that you've never uh, had before, and you have unparalleled access to your student and their learning. And one of the things that I've just kind of we've been doing some great our, our culture. Uh, team at Mumford has done has done a great job of um, uh, reaching out to families and one of the first things I kind of hear is well my student is in the other room uh, and I'm in here um, have that student work in the same room as you um, have that audio up so you can hear the instruction that's going on so you can see the level of your student participation uh wake that student up you know uh it should be all you know it should be structured just as a regular day is uh reach out to the school reach out email teachers have that conversation um you know um stop just accepting yeah i'm logged on actually look at the screen you know, uh, because, you know, if kids are working on the, you know, on ta tablets or computers, you think the student is, you know, literally, uh, you know, working and the students on TikTok from 830 <laughs> until 1230 and then they're not logging back on. So be an active parent during this time period. You have that ability. You 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 know, that's access that you did not have, you know, utilize, you know, within the Detroit Public School Community District, like many districts, we have something called Power School. We have something called Parent Portal, where you can literally on your phone, on your tablet, set alerts if the student is not in class, if the student has not turned in an assignment, contact your school to get your parent portal access so you can be able to have that conversation. Contact your school counselor for our sophomores, juniors, and seniors 
to see where they are, to see if they need credit recovery, to see that, you know, if they need, you know, ingenuity, which is a credit recovery class platform, so they can, you know, pass classes, have conversation, you know, specifically with, um, you know, the counselors on where they are, have conversation with the teachers and administrators, hold us accountable, you know, be able to kind of, you know, connect with us, you know, take this opportunity right now, if you've never been to a PTA or school advisory um, um, uh, committee meeting, um, log in. You have those a bit, you know, to go to curriculum night and do parent-teacher conferences. You have the ability to do all of those right now with the power of your phone, with the power of your tablet, to be able to dial in. So even with families, you know, that quite honestly don't have computer access, every meeting that we're having within the Detroit Public School Community District, you're actually able to dial in and actually listen and interact and not have, you know, the, um, to say that you're not empowered to do so because you don't have internet. So take advantage of this season of being able to uh, do that with your student. Ask questions, you know, you know, what did you learn today? How was this class? How was, you know, that third hour? How, do those types of things to be uh, involved with your student and where they are, because I can promise you that the families that are doing that to the parents that are asking those questions, um, their students are faring better. Um, and, and, you know, and unfortunately for ones that are not asking those questions, let me just tell you, your student is taking advantage of you. Uh, because they're they're shooting you uh, whatever excuse and you know uh, under the proverbial sun. We've had students that have said uh, after we did some research, there were a couple of glitches on Power School to whereas um, during the first week of instruction. Um, the way the schedule printed out, it didn't look like they had a class on Monday, and the mm. student were told their parent. Um, and Strata knows what I'm talking about, you know, depending on when the counselor put the schedule in, it may only show Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, but you have class Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So I've had students that have told their parents, oh, we don't have class today. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, honestly, we don't have class on, we only have class on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know, so, you know, if, if it doesn't make sense, stop taking a word for it, because nine times out of 10, they are taking advantage. Uh, I would say use this opportunity to invest in your own technological infrastructure. Use this opportunity to invest uh, for a study space for your student. In everyone's house, you know, you should have um, a desk, a chair, a place where that is the, your student's work area. Uh, because quite honestly, it's no use of you buying those new Jordans because you know, we're on lockdown for the next couple of months. So you can take that money and buy a better computer unit to buy a better um, tablet, to buy a better uh, notebook. The Google Chromebook's only 189, but a, a PlayStation 5 is 600 to $700. <laughs> so let's, let's not invest in that and let's invest in a Google, Google Chromebook. Let's invest in a desk. Let's invest in those things 
um, that you can actually, you know, that are true investments and not something that's literally going to be something that your kid is going to wear for a couple of weeks and no longer wear, or, or there'll be another pair of Jordans that come out. There'll be another shirt. There'll be another backpack. There'll be another iPhone that comes out. So I would just sort of say, you know, go back to basics, use this opportunity to really go back to basics and dial into and be active participants in your students' educational lives. Uh, and um, I do believe it'll take a village. Know that we as educators uh, within this district are here to support you. Know that, you, that we in this district uh, want nothing but uh, success but we need active partnerships in order for this to work. Uh, and I'm, um, I'm hoping that, that, our, that our parents will, will do that. Um, and I'm more than likely preaching to the choir of this uh, podcast or YouTube audience. But um, yeah, let's spread the word on doing those types of things and investing in our kids' futures and not just being subject to their whims and wants but really being able to have the courage to say no and be able to say that I'm going to, you know, take this, a portion of this. And of course it's, it's nice to have fun. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but um, I'm getting weary of the conversations of what, of what we can't do. Uh, but yet you have on a pair of $220 gym shoes or what we can't do. And you're telling me about this new game, uh, Assassin's Creed that you bought on PlayStation five. And I know how much the game system costs and I know how much the game costs, but I also know how much a Google Chrome notebook costs. And I also know how much a desk costs and I know how much supplies cost. Uh, but you say we can't because we don't have. And um, I would just sort of say, let's take this opportunity to invest and be able to uh, provide our students those experiences, not only those fun experiences, but also ones that are going to change the path of their lives, which is um, that of education. Great advice, great advice, great advice from two of our city's best and finest educators, administrators, Principal Strader from Renaissance High School and Principal Damian Perry, Damian Perry from Mumford High School. So happy to have had them both on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We've had a tremendous conversation about the topic of educating today's youth during a pandemic. And I want to thank them both for being on. I I truly appreciate uh, you both. And I'm sure those that are listening on tonight uh, and can say the same. And it means a lot. Uh, uh, I'm sure it means a lot, especially those that are listening uh, to, to hear two uh, administrators in the city take time out of their, I'm sure, busy schedules uh, to come on and to share some very important information. I hope you were listening on tonight uh, about uh, education and the paradigm shift and all the things that are being done now uh, for virtual learning and what they are doing to make sure that your child gets the best education that can be provided uh, during this pandemic. So I want to thank them both for being on the show. I hope that uh, they'll continue doing what they're doing and uh, educating our young people in the best way possible. Thank you so much, Principal Strader and Principal Perry for being on the show. I truly, truly enjoyed you both. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
You're tuned in to the thinking Giving voice to issues that matter to you. What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Telly Hampton, coming to you straight from Detroit, Michigan. Right now, I am tuned in with your great host, Michael Nimmons. Make sure you stay locked to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Tune in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show every Tuesday at 8 p.m. with radio host, Michael Nimmons. Available everywhere you listen to your podcast. And now available for download on the Detroit Praise Network app. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. T-shirts, polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you to believe. Who Told You That You Were Naked is a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. What's cracking Planet Earth? It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemes. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Listening to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. It's time. 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 For the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Thought. 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 Of 
the week. Tonight's start of the week comes from a speech entitled Stand and Deliver. It was a speech we gave a few years ago during a youth conference, and it speaks to the potential and possibility that rests within every young person. Take a listen. We thank God today for this great opportunity. And so today in the spirit of the theme, Blasting the Devil in 99, I would like to deliver a charge to our young people of CWC and to the people of Greater Grace Temple to stand and deliver. To stand and deliver. On March of 1996, a great man of whose symbolic shadow we stand today passed the mantle of ministry to yet another great man who has successfully led this church to the doorsteps of a new millennium. And for that, we should give God some praise. With this great transition comes great vision, an expansion of our scope of ministry, a new revelation as to the church's role in our neighborhoods and surrounding communities. Lastly, but not certainly least, the preparation of our young people for not only their place in society, but most importantly, in the church. Not too long after this transition, CWC was born. A church within a church would be his name, and a lifestyle of holiness would be his mission statement. CWC, we have experienced three years of spirit-filled worship services, special events, retreats, activities, and other activities and special events. A great sense of identity and self-worth has been restored with our young people. We have been called the church of the 21st century. We have been charged with the great responsibility of leading this church into a new millennium. We have been called the evangelists and missionaries of tomorrow. We have been called the ministers and elders of the new millennium. We have been called the pastors and bishops of the 21st century. And yes, while it is strikingly obvious what others have seen for our generation in this church, what is most important is what God sees when he looks at our generation. The question is, Am I living up to all that God has required for the position he's called me to fill? Because if I'm not, can I still be all that God is destined for me to be without aspiring to be anything at all? The answer to this question is the reason for which I stand here today because for too long we have gotten by on what others have called us and what we may appear to be to other people. We have reached a very dangerous point in our walk with God because we're just strong enough to give the devil a black eye but weak enough to fall and never get up again. We become so caught up in the expectations of tomorrow that we've forgotten about the responsibilities for today. You see, time has a way of rocking us all to sleep. The lullaby of time has caused the greatest damage to the child of God because it continues to reaffirm a future that we're constantly looking forward to but fails to remind us of the importance of a today that's already here. And so we slide by, try to use the excuse, I still have time. But today is a new day. 
God is requiring more from his people than ever before. You see, gone are the days of negotiation and compromise with the adversary. It's either all or nothing. Gone are the days of being caught in the middle of things. I'm either on the top or on the bottom. Gone are the days of mediocrity and passivity. Either I'm superior or forever inferior. Gone are the days of coming to church and not having church. Either we have church when we come or we don't come at all. Today is an even greater day than yesterday. The difficulties of today are greater than yesterday. The problems of today are greater than yesterday. And so the people of today must be greater than the people of yesterday. The leaders of today must be greater than the leaders of yesterday. The young people of today must be greater than the young people of yesterday. We can't make it on the promises of yesterday. We can't make it on the visions and dreams of yesterday. We need some leaders today. We need some young people today. We need some people today. William Shakespeare, the famous playwright and poet in the famous tragedy of Hamlet, in the scene where Hamlet is contemplating his own suicide, is here where he grapples with life's most important question. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against a sea of trouble and by opposing in them. In Hamlet's contemplation and deliberation, he discovered one of the greatest questions one can ever ask themselves. To be or not to be, that is the question we all have to grapple with. And yet it is a question that no one wants to answer. It is a question that most of us have tried to avoid. There are no gray areas or areas of ambiguity. Either we are or we are not. There are no places to hide or places to retreat. It requires us to speak or forever hold our peace. For us to hold our head high or forever hold it down in shame. To take a step forward or two steps backward. To fight or to take a beating. To stand or be seated. To be or not to be, that is the question. God is asking us for our spiritual identification. Who are you? God wants us to be that gifted singer, to be that anointed preacher, to be that sanctified musician, to be that determined child of God. And today is the day. Today is the day we shed the garments of our past and embrace the day and tomorrow that forever confronts us. Today is the day we give God the best of ourselves and the enemy the fight he so deserves. Today is the day we join with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in his prophetic commentary for the times. Found in Matthew the 16th chapter and the 11th verse. Ever since the days of John the Baptist up to now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent taken by force. Not the passive, not the slowful, not the lazy, but the violent taken by force. Young people, the greatest song has yet to be sung. Who will sing it? The greatest book has yet to be written. Who will write it? The greatest message is yet to be delivered. Who will deliver it? The greatest portrait is yet to be painted. Who will paint it? We have been doing a disservice to mankind if we never allow our vision to be made manifest in our lives. 
If the greatest song is never sung, if the greatest book is never written, if the greatest portrait is never painted, if the greatest message is never delivered, if the greatest feat is never accomplished, we would have forever destined mankind to mediocrity, and our story would be left incomplete, a piece omitted, a chapter left unwritten untold, left amongst the what-ifs of our human history. But let us embrace our one moment in time and use this time as it was intended. The vision that you glorify in your mind, the ideal that you enthrone in your heart, this you will be on your life by, this you will become. God bless you. hope you enjoyed tonight's start of the week stand and deliver it's a message that i believe still resonates even to this day the message that i believe uh young people need to uh embody and to pursue uh because they have the potential they have the ability to do anything that they set their mind to uh, the sky is absolutely the limit. And I believe that. I truly do. Uh, I've heard I heard a quote that I live by that you can reach for the moon and even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. So make a wish. Again, shouts out to uh, the principals of Renaissance and Mufford High School, respectively, Principal Strader and Principal Perry. Thank you so very much for being a part of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, we truly, truly enjoyed you in part one and part two of educating today's youth during a pandemic. And I'm sure those that listened on tonight were um, encouraged, were blessed by the information that was shared uh, from these two distinguished educators. Uh, in this city and I hope uh, that we all become better uh, even if there are any students that were listening I know uh, that they were encouraged that they were um, educated uh, and they were empowered by the information that was shared from Principal Strader and Principal Perry Thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's show. Guys, remember, as we said early on uh, in the beginning of the show, that we're considering doing a five to ten week series on President Obama's latest book, A Promised Land. Uh, I am thoroughly enjoying it. Just started reading it and I'm going to begin this series. I'm looking at doing it uh, the first week in January. So uh, if you're interested in in that, we'd like to know from you. You can, again, email us at 
contact at michaelnimmons.com. We're going to be posting this on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page and on social media uh, at Twitter, on Twitter at uh, TOL Radio Host MSN and on Instagram at TOL Radio Show. So we're looking to get your feedback. If you're interested in being a part of this discussion, uh, we'll be uh, considering your comments and including them in the podcast as well. So guys, uh, this is kind of a virtual book club that we're looking at uh, launching uh, in January. So we hope that you'll be a part of it. Again, you can add us at TOL Radio Host MSN or uh, you can send us an email at contact at michaelnemons.com or leave us a comment right from our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Guys, we thank you for tuning in on tonight. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Your support helps us to increase our exposure around the world wide web. Well, guys, until next time, always remember, if you think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. If you can be it, you can achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. To get more info about the show and the ministry, visit michaelnemons.com. Want to book radio host Michael Nemons for your next special event? Send an email to contact at michaelnemons.com. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 p.m. for the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you.